there, and welcome to Nature Boost. I'm Jill Pritchard with the Missouri Department of Conservation. The Missouri Conservationist, MDC's award-winning magazine, has been a flagship of the department since its first issue was published 85 years ago. How has this publication evolved? Why is it in demand with not only Missourians, but readers throughout the country and the world? I sat down with the magazine's manager, Stephanie Thurber, to get some context on this popular periodical and what's next on the horizon. Stephanie, thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Missouri Conservationist Magazine, such a popular publication. I was thinking about it and I'm like, man, this is such a popular magazine that not only people in Missouri love, but people outside of Missouri, mm-hmm. people across the world yep. that um, that receive this magazine. And I thought, man, this is this will be a great topic to talk about on the podcast. So this will be yeah. good to, to get into. So real quick, I would love for you to give us a little bit of background on Mm -hmm. the magazine. It's been, I mean, it started kind of right whenever this department began, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the department was formed in 1937 and right away uh, the magazine was formed. 1938 was the first issue. So this year will be 85 years strong for the magazine. It's quite a legacy publication that we're running here. It's crazy. I feel like uh, 85 years, that's getting close to 100. (laughs) It's literally a lifetime. It's, it, yes. it is. It is. It's evolved throughout the years. Oh, what type sure. of articles were, you know, was it more focused on the hook and bullet type stuff in the beginning? Yeah. So it started as this eight page tabloid, black and white, a lot of text. From the very beginning, it had some photos and illustrations, even some diagrams, charts. But from the beginning, you know, I just went back and looked at those first few issues, and it's kind of crazy how we've talked about the same subjects over this 85-year history. Oh, yeah? You know, the very first issue talked about identifying fish, the differences between largemouth and smallmouth bass, and knowing your limits and understanding the habitat and knowing where to fish. And then part of it, too, is the main mission of the magazine when it started, and still today, is just informing the public of what we have in our own backyards. Right. And so what the department's doing in terms of science-based management, research projects, all of that from the very first issue. Um, and so... What's changed, of course, is our delivery and how we talk about those subjects. We have a lot more illustrations over the years, a lot of photographs. But yeah, we definitely have a little bit less hook and bullet articles, but we definitely talk about hunting and fishing. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. a huge core of what we do. So it's definitely an evolution, like you said. And one thing that you actually recruited me to do whenever I first started with the department, because um, for those listeners, I've mentioned it in the past, but also a part of my job is to help manage um, MDC social media. And our Instagram is a huge platform where we feature a lot of the photos from the Mm -hmm. Missouri Conservationist and from our very, very talented photographers. Mm -hmm. And something that you recruited me to do a few years ago is on the back cover of the magazine, there is a little plug for MDC's Instagram profile. And Mm -hmm. people love to see those, uh, those photos. And not only do I post that, but we post the throwback Mm -hmm. covers and 
And I have noticed throughout the years, a person who who did a lot of the covers was the artist Charles Schwartz. Mm-hmm. For those who may not know, he was a very talented artist. He did um, the book that's escaping me. Mammals of Missouri. That's it. Yes. yes. Mammals of Missouri. Thank you. He had such a very identifiable like style mm-hmm. with his artwork. So to see how it's kind of um, evolved, he, he would like really get into it too. Yes. Very detailed. Um, that was definitely a strength. Really helpful in obviously identifying these animals and knowing their characteristics, but such a knowledgeable person. Um, mm-hmm. Him and his wife, Libby, wrote Mammals of Missouri. They both worked for the department. Started out as a photographer. Again, looking back at the magazines, you can see his influence. And again, that evolution. I can tell what decade you pull those throwback issues can from. Because I'm like, ooh, is it an illustration? I'm thinking 70s. Like, that was, <laughs> was a good time. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And that's that I think those that decade is when Schwartz really hit his stride on the cover images, or maybe we just really wanted to use them there, but they were so influential and so effective um, at delivering our messages and really being making an impact on our readers. So yeah, it's, he's a huge part of our magazine's history. Definitely really cool guy to learn about. And again, plug for, for that book if you ever are interested in checking out some of his work. Something else I wanted to talk about, in the beginning, it wasn't every month. Right. Yeah, it was only published quarterly for about five years. And then in 43, is when we started publishing them monthly and we've been monthly ever since. And why was it only quarterly back then? Is it just because it was it was kind of a big endeavor and they didn't... I think they were just getting started, yeah. seeing how, um, you know, the department itself was getting started. Our mm-hmm. information uh, section was getting things going. I'm assuming they just figured there's a lot of positive response to the magazine. There's the high demand. Uh, I believe, you know, going back to our records, once we went monthly, it, the circulation shot from about 20,000 up to like... 200,000. I mean, it took several years to get there, right, but it just right. it really took off. So that's what, you know, Missourians wanted and readers really appreciated. So we just kept it ever since. So let's talk about the evolution through the years. Can you give us maybe just like some main bullet points of how it has changed, some major changes? Yeah, I mean, it really followed the major trends of other magazines and publishing um, development. So when it first started, black and white, a lot of text, a couple illustrations, images, like I mentioned. But then in 43, when we did go monthly, we threw in some color in there. So we had some two color prints. I know, right? (laughs) Getting really exciting. Again, when you've pulled the throwback covers, you have the one color image. I'm like, oh, that's early on. That's maybe 40s or 50s, you know? Yeah. So it's just so funny to identify them that way. That is cool. Um, and then, yeah, as, it, as, again, publishing, you know, trends developed over the years, we went to two color uh, throughout the magazine, not just on the cover. So looking back, you might see a little bit of color on the headlines here and there. Sure. And then I don't know exactly when, but we went four color printing on the cover and then it was throughout. And now it's just you look at today's issues and it's just color right in your face. Uh, So that really that visual enhancement has really grown over the years. Absolutely. So visually interesting to look at. And again, I think we're, I say this probably every episode, but how lucky we are to have such talented people who work for us and care about the natural resources. Yeah. I think that's my favorite part about working here, honestly, is that, I mean, I'll brag a little bit on my team. They are so crazy talented. Yes, the photographers get a lot of love, but and they should because they're so good. But everyone on the team brings their passion and it might not show uh, in every day, but every issue you get the results of this, what I 
obviously think is an amazing product. Um, and that's because everyone brings their passions to it. So the writing's good. The design is on point, And obviously those photographs just really bring it home. They all come together yeah. to create a, a, a beautiful wonderful product. A beautiful product. <laughs> so proud. It, good. You should be. It's, it's incredible. So we were talking about earlier kind of the topics that were covered when it began. And we do cover, what's the word I'm trying to say? Consumptive? Like, cons- like yeah. Uh-huh. Fishing? Consumptive. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It has really grown to more outdoor recreation, Mm -hmm. outdoor enthusiasts, nature watchers, Mm -hmm. that type of thing. Explain that a little bit more. Yeah. So, I mean, conservation as a topic is so diverse in all that it touches. And over the years, we've just recognized that we represent all Missourians as far as what conservation means. And so we just really want to touch on all of those interests. Um, So every issue, every year, we try to balance out, Okay, we've got, you know, maybe we hit birding pretty hard. So we should cover hunting and fishing. Spring turkey, obviously huge. We should talk about that in the magazine. Right. Uh, Fall deer hunting. That's our prime. So really trying to balance that out is one of our, I wouldn't say challenges, but it's something we're cognizant of every issue. And featuring diverse voices too. You know, in the beginning, obviously conservation, a lot of it was from a male perspective. And now we're featuring not just that -hmm. that perspective, but Mm -hmm. you know, minorities, women. Yeah. It's for everybody. Everybody can enjoy it. When folks can see themselves in the magazine, they might take a better, a bigger interest. Um, It might make it more accessible to them, might make them think, maybe I can do that. It's not just for men to go hunting and fishing. Obviously not. Yeah. So yeah, that's definitely evolved over the years. That's something that we are really trying to push more and more because you have to be intentional about that. Absolutely. Um, It's so easy to just go to the same folks who go hunting and fishing for photo references, for story ideas. But one of our our main missions now is to really go look for those voices and those perspectives um, and bring those to light because, again, we try to represent all Missourians in that wide variety. And I love that. that. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I think it does show in, in the magazine those efforts. So uh, another way that your staff has been giving voice to others and putting a different perspective on this publication is uh, in kind of in recent years, I would say, you have come out with Explore magazine mm-hmm. for kids. So tell us about that. Yeah, so Explore is a kids magazine. We say for kids and kids at heart because we have so much love from uh, adults, which is awesome. So we started Explore in 2010. We've had a kids section in the past. It used to be quarterly. It's called Outside In. And so one of the things that we started kind of right after I started here in 2007 is conversations about getting kids excited. And the, the whole point is to get this next generation of kids interested, aware, bringing up this next generation of conservationists. Yeah. Um, so Explore has been around since 2010. It comes out every other month. You know, I love both of my magazine children equally, but <laughs> I am so especially proud of Explore. Uh, it's I'm just proud mama bear every time it comes out. It's just so fun. Conservationist is also fun, obviously, but I mean, we get to talk about poop a lot and explore. I mean, who doesn't love that? It's real. Yeah. You know? it, it's, it is real. <laughs> we get to draw a lot of cartoons about poop. So, <laughs> so. Bringing poop to you. You know, <laughs> it's just what the kids need. It's, so. and, and kids, yeah. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> Yeah. There's there and um I really like it. I think um I would classify myself definitely a kid at mm-hmm. heart. And I think it makes it a lot of the information really digestible. Yeah. And little yeah. and little nuggets um and it can be applied to, you know, there's stuff for younger kids, there's stuff for 
obviously maybe older kids mm-hmm. and you know kids at heart like you say yeah there's a and there's fun activities and it's great because it's one of those things where like you say we've got the jebuary <laughs> it's january and february together <laughs> that's a good one <laughs> do you like that yeah <laughs> the january and february 2023 issue right now and you know it's telling us oh okay you know what's happening in nature what can kids see mm-hmm. what kind of activities can they do yeah yeah and you've got kids yes i do <laughs> Do they I like do. it? Do they read it? You know, kids are humbling. They <laughs> that, that, is, love- that is the response I get from every parent I interview at MDC. I'm like, what do your kids think about that? They're like, oh, they don't care. I know. <laughs> they, you know, they they do care when I give them the sneak peek. Uh, so what's fun is that I get to show them right before it goes to the printer. I have it. I'm reviewing it, and I'm like, hey guys, what do you think of this? Do you understand what this means? You know, they've actually given actually very helpful feedback. They're probably great guinea pigs. You know, it's quite good. Um, And so then it comes in the mail and I'm like, hey, guys, here it is. And meh. Like, oh, you crush me. You know, cut me deep, real deep to the core. But but we get, you know, we get a lot of good feedback from from other kids. Right. It's positive. So, no, I mean, it's it is fun. We do try to relate maybe some high level facts to kids. One of the great things that Matt Seek does, our editor and writer, is relate how these things with animals relates to themselves. So he'll say, you know, this coyote can run this fast. And that's like if you were to run this in this many seconds, you know, so it really yes. breaks it down. I mean, obviously, we can all relate to that. Um, oh, for but sure. Kids for sure need that. So it's just super fun. Um, it's a it's a labor of love, but it is so fun. It's not work. It's for sure play for us. So it's good. And see how lucky you are to be able it to so say that fun. Yeah. about your job. Yeah. And that's one thing I will always say about working um, for this department. I am going to brag about it is that, you know, we're constantly learning. Mm-hmm. We, you know, you never really know what your day's going to entail mm-hmm. and what fact you're going to learn. Oh, yeah. I don't know how many times we've been in meetings for both magazines and we're like, oh, why don't we talk about this? Or I learned this and then we'll all go, wait, what? We have this in Missouri? No way. We'll all just learn from each other and so we're like well if we don't know you know the masses might not know exactly yeah exactly okay so a big question that we have received from the public is do you accept story ideas Mm -hmm. how you know is there a lot of reader participation in the conservationist oh yeah so that's a good question it's another way that we've evolved over the years Mm -hmm. is to increase that reader participation in a a bunch of ways for the conservationist we definitely want those letters from readers we have letters to the editor we want to hear your thoughts um, criticisms uh, feedback and then we have Q and A's with Ask MDC as far as story ideas you know we we welcome those. We get inspiration from everywhere. Uh, We want to know what readers want to read about. So yeah, I mean... Pictures too. Oh, pictures too. Yeah. We have a reader photo section. Mm -hmm. It's not not too (laughs) overly clever, but... (laughs) doesn't need to be, you know, straightforward nope. reader nope. photos. Exactly. So, yeah, we welcome those. We actually, in the Conservationist, our December issue was our first ever reader photo essay. I so, loved that. Yeah, not a contest, but 30 images, all from readers. You know, we talk for days on end about how crazy talented our staff photographers are and, and others in the department, but our readers are crazy talented as well. So we really wanted to feature that, and it was a, a huge hit. That so, was. Yeah, I, we're going to do that again. That's yeah. great. And I think the cool thing about that is, you know, they're spread out every 
everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they may be seeing stuff in southern Missouri, that yeah. things that don't occur in northern Missouri, yeah. things and, like that. And so much of it is opportunistic, too. I mean, one of Knopf's uh, crazy strengths is his patience and going and sitting out in a blind for hours in like crazy cold weather just to get that shot. And like, God bless him, you know, for, for having that patience and having that talent and knowing when to wait. Um, and so what's great about the reader photos, too, is that you can capitalize on those opportunities where you don't maybe don't have to wait. Maybe they do wait. God bless them, too. But just really capturing those images for everyone to see and share is pretty great, crazy and just so good to see. So, yeah. So we welcome reader photos. We welcome story ideas, any feedback, criticism. We'll take it all. How I can guess. people submit? Yeah. So there's a couple different email addresses. I don't want to list them all. But the main <laughs> one is just magazine at mdc.mo.gov. Perfect. Um, hopefully that's easy to remember. Yeah. We'll get you where you need to be. Yeah. <laughs> right. Just right. start With there. Magazine yeah. at mdc.mo.gov. Mm-hmm. If you have any story, article ideas, any photos, something I think is very important to mention and you can tell us more about this. You plan these issues out so far in advance. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so let's just a quick timeline check here. We're we are recording this episode in January of 2023. Yes. What issue are you currently? So we working just on? put the February issue. We uploaded those pages just Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we are now running into March issue. Um, obviously, thinking about April content as well. But we also have feature article ideas scheduled. Probably half of 2024 is figured out. We do that just so if we have photo needs or we need to gather illustrations, that we can get the right seasonal appropriate images to go with those articles. So, for example, we have I think 2023 is the year of the photo essay because we've got a lot planned, which is mm-hmm. awesome. I'm excited about those. But I think one of them that we had scheduled for this year, we had to push off for next year because, you know, we didn't get enough variety of fireflies in the right season, you know. Sure. So things like that we have to think about, again, just to bring the best content to our readers. So And working yeah. with Mother Nature, obviously, mm-hmm. she can be unpredictable. Yeah. So, so you know, as much as I'm loving not having snow right now it's sort of putting the photographers a little bit of a stress level because you know we need those new fresh winter images that are so great but Uh it's like but we need snow for that so yeah exactly exactly they make for great images Mm -hmm, that's for sure mm -hmm. so it's safe to say that you're really planning these issues out like a year Mm -hmm. years in advance yeah yeah. And that's so we can, again, focus on the balance of our content. Let's say August of 2024, we're going to have an article on hunting. Maybe we balance that out with any science projects going on or what can we do recreational wise? Yeah. Um, so really like trying to get that balance of content. So it's, it hits on a little bit of something for everybody in each issue. And so, again, that's important to note for people who want to submit photos or story ideas, because I think we live in a society now where it's instant gratification. We're so impatient because we've kind of been a little oh, yeah. conditioned to, to have that instant gratification. Um, so that's just a FYI for you can't put photos or stories into next month's issue. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. it takes some planning. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, we'll forget sometimes about this set of photos from this year and the next year. We're like, when did we take that? You know, we forget <laughs> no, what awesome remember. things we've done. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, our magazines are definitely not that instant news sharing, but it's definitely more of a learning experience and inspiration and general awareness of what everybody has in their backyard. So getting back to, again, the, the, the discussion of how this magazine has evolved 
and changed throughout the years. The internet has been a huge highlight for this magazine. You've got uh, not only a mobile app, but also you have an online flipbook. Mm-hmm. So if people don't actually subscribe to the literal magazine itself, they can go online and mm-hmm. read it. Yes. So, um, yes, so we offer a digital interactive version. We call it a Digimag. It's basically it's the exact same pages of the Missouri Conservationist. It's just we add in a few extra uh, interactive bits. Um, sometimes we add extra photos. Sometimes it's um, a video link. A lot of times it's a YouTube clip. Oftentimes we do sounds. Really popular with any kind of bird content. Oh. So you can hear yeah. what you're actually reading about and seeing. So that's really cool. And then, yes, that's through, available through our Mocon Mag app. Um, it's all free. You know, definitely download that today. And then, yeah, everything is on our website. So our magazines are free to Missouri uh, residents. All of that online interactive content, that's free for anyone anywhere. So definitely encourage folks who have family out of state, maybe you want to save a little bit of money on postage. It's all available online. And I just love it, too, because you always have, and I'm not saying this just because I work for the department. Sure, it's sure. just it's just a great <laughs> magazine in general, both The Conservationist and Explore. And the thing that I really love about it is that on the issue you're reading, it's like, huh, what can I see? What's happening right mm-hmm. now? You know, our owls doing their courtship yeah. this month, our groundhogs hibernating or what's growing right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I just I just think that that's so cool that you can learn so much about what's happening around you, yeah. you know, based on what time for of year sure. it is. I mean, that there's reason alone. I think everyone in Missouri should be signed up for it. Obviously, I think everyone <laughs> should be anyway. But I mean, you can learn, like you said, just so much. Why are things happening around me? Why is this squirrel going over there? Why are these birds doing that? Just having that awareness and understanding of what's going on around you. Fingers crossed we provide that for readers every month. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So what's tell tell me more about what your favorite part of the magazine is. I want to hear about Stephanie's opinion. <laughs> um I just I love the variety within the routine of it. Um every issue is different and yet, you know, it's got that structure to it that I personally like uh, in my life. Um but it, <laughs> so it doesn't get boring. Yeah. Um you know, the photos are, are crazy good like we've talked about. Um Do you have a favorite? Do you have a favorite story uh, article or? You know, I have I have a few for Explore that I'm I'm partial to. Yeah. Um, Explore. Oh gosh, I think early on, we did an article called the Wood Duck Diaries, and it just makes me giggle every time I think about it because we wrote it from the Wood Duck's perspective, first person. (laughs) I I met my my mate. His name is Drake. Drake left me because it's just so, it's just so true to what the ant what happens in their life. But right. it was such and again it's that kid way. And I think what I love so much about it is the design and the writing and the the little just details of it all. Yes. It just really still to this day is what sticks out is just fun about what we're teaching kids about right. the animals around them, what they see. For conservationists, a lot of these photo essays are just so powerful. Um, I don't hunt. But uh, November, we had this photo essay all about um, these four families who take their dogs hunting on you know all sorts of hunting trips. And just uh, you could feel how cold it was looking at these images because they were in 
you know, January one hunting trip with their dogs and the little snow and the ice is frozen on their faces. So that just brings you in and you, it helps there. you understand and, and get inspired by it. So I know exactly which article you're mm-hmm. talking about. One of my favorites, your writers all did like Yelp reviews mm-hmm. on different conservation areas. Yeah. Yeah, that was a fun one, too. Part of it was like lighten the load. We'll all just write a little bit, take our photos, you know, go on adventures, actually live, you know, these experiences and share them in the different regions around the state, you know, what you can do. And that was fun because I was... Um, able to take my family out for a hunting trip and take photos. And that was fun, too, because, again, the kids, you know, they think, oh, wait, that's me? You know, I had aunts and uncles being like, is, is that your kid? <laughs> right, right. Like, well, yeah, they, they finally made their debut. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, they enjoyed that as well. That was just another one where we had an idea of, okay, yeah, let's highlight what folks can do in their areas. Well, how do we do that differently? Yeah. You know, let's write a Yelp review. And, of course, we'll point out the positives and what you could do. The area I went to didn't have a bathroom obviously knew that going into it right you know? so right. it's just something to consider <laughs> right um but yeah that was that I'm glad you liked that I did that one always sticks out to me I just thought that was such an ingenious idea to to have that as as a story so looking at the year ahead we're fresh in the year 2023 is there anything exciting any stories you're excited about any upcoming things with either the conservationist or explore that you want to give people a sneak peek of or yeah so I mentioned 2023 I think is for conservationists the year of the photo essay. We've got a lot coming down the schedule. I think we're going to hit on each season, a photo essay for each season. And it's not just that we post a picture and put some photo info. You know, we provide a lot of caption and details about maybe what it took to get the photo or what the photographers experienced or how they had to get there, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. And then again, that reader photo uh, essay in December, that that's another one I'm looking forward to just to see how that goes the second year. And then Explore, we have, we always have great articles, but one uh, that I'm excited about is called Dinner from the Dirt. Um, Ooh. So it's, uh, I think, I believe it's still going to be all illustrated. So it's all about what type of animals eat food from the dirt like you know like grubs and worms and things like that oh, like, like how, do you, how do you eat yeah like what eats this yeah but so so again it's just another way to to share you know information about those critters and in a fun illustrative very visual way excited to see how that one turns out me too i always look forward to to getting the issue and who's featured who's who wrote something you know because it's not only mdc employees the staff writers you know we also feature um people from outside of the department mm-hmm. who who write for us mm-hmm. and I love seeing the agent advice, mm-hmm. you know, from our MDC agents, a different agent each um, each month has a little advice on, you know, whether it's hunting or fishing yep. or just being outside, you know, advice from them. It's always good stuff. It's always something interesting. You're going to learn something each issue, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. So to wrap things up, again, tell us how, if people aren't subscribed to the magazine and they're Missouri residents, how can they subscribe? Yeah, so the easiest way is just to go on our website, mdc.mo.gov. You won't take you long to find the magazines there. Um, again, they're free to Missouri residents. And if you you know want to save some paper or send it to some folks out of state, all of our online options are free. Um, you can sign up to get it as an email uh, notification. So you can email and it just says, hey, PDF's ready to download. And you can download that PDF. It looks the exact same as the print. It does. Yeah, product. it does. It's I mean, true. obviously, a handheld magazine is my fave, but you're not missing out if you go with any of the digital options. So. Well, and plus, you were saying there's all those little, sometimes extra little mm-hmm. highlights and videos and yep. audio files that you can listen mm-hmm. to, too. The Mocon Mag app is available on Apple and Android applications. And yeah, those little extras every time just add a little bit something. Oh, yeah. 
a little tasty treat. <laughs> and again, if anybody wants to submit story ideas or photos, again, a reminder, you guys plan this out way in advance. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like it can be inserted. It, yeah. it's. I mean, it's not concrete. You know, we obviously we, we are adaptable and, and agile, but just so we can plan the best content um, and really take advantage of all of the seasonal appropriate places to go um, and things to see, we do plan. But obviously, you know, we can work things in. Well, you probably have to be a- adaptable, you know, yeah. too. Things Things Lots, change. Things change. Exactly. <laughs> things change. So you can email any of that that you have suggestions or comments or photos. You can email to magazine at mdc.mo.gov. Mm-hmm. All right, Stephanie, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks, Jill. This I, was fun. I'm, I'm glad. I'm, gl- I'm, I'm happy glad to talk it. about magazines. Well, kudos to you and your team putting out amazing work every month. Encourage everybody to view it online, explore, and Missouri Conservationist, or subscribe. Free to Missouri residents. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks again to magazine manager Stephanie Thurber, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Nature Boost. I'm Jill Pritchard with the Missouri Department of Conservation, encouraging you to get your daily dose of the outdoors.